and welcome back to the Across the Pod NFL podcast. It's another time for a week preview, and this time it's the week of Game 6. With me today, I've got a returning guest. Back with us today is Keg. How are you, mate? Uh, it depends uh, in the context that you're asking. Um, <laughs> personally, yeah, brilliant. Uh, in uh, team terms, no, not, not the best. <laughs> Could be better. <laughs> Well, you've you know you've got the Bryce Young jersey behind you. You've got the helmet and the hat. So you're still you're still repping your team, despite yeah, of course. how bad a start it's been. But um, so you got to you know some people could easily you know jump ship. Or I, I know a Broncos fan that after our game against him, that he was going to watch to see the NFL for the rest of the year. So it's good that mm-hmm. you're sticking with them through the thick and the thin. It, it's getting very thin. I can't, I can't lie. It's uh, it, it's almost a boiling point. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're all through. It's like. 0 and 5, 5 and 0. You, you've got to stick with your teams through, through the hard and the good times because the good times will come, I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm confident that we've still got a bright future at the head forward, too. So, yeah, got to stick with it. Exactly. And, you know, I think it's, the, it's one of the sports where you can get punished being a glory hunter. Patriots fans, that's you right now. But <laughs> on the flip side, looking at Bills and Chiefs fans right now, you know, they're being, well, the Chiefs fans especially, being rewarded for years, years of mediocrity. And, Mm. Bengals fans the same thing so you know it only takes a few years I mean even Dolphins I know we haven't won anything yet but we're 4-1 Lions are 4-1 and you know we have the, the two longest active playoff win streaks in the NFL and we could both yeah. break that this year so yeah I think you know it's a great sport for being you can really be rewarded for 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 being you know sticking with a bad team Um, well in terms of NFL side of things, you're not not the best part of your life right now. But recently, obviously, you got married recently in your personal life. Um, yes, congratulations, first of all. Just how was that? Much, appreciate it. It, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. It was it was a nice day. You know, like when you comes to your wind day, you always think, oh, I, I want some nice weather. Hope it doesn't rain. But it was maybe a bit too good because it was really hot. Sat there in my suits. I had me Carolina blue jacket on as well. Like I made sure I represented on the wedding day. Uh, but yeah, it was it was boiling. I couldn't wait to get away from it. Like when we're outside taking the photographs and everything outside, like I was just sweating. I was like, can I go get a beer yet? <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've done my part. Let's get to the bar. <laughs> I can't stand out here any longer. Yeah, I did see on your Instagram. I think um, it was like I think it was a captioning like "Tell me you're Geordie without being Geordie." And it was I think it's union mates dance to Sam Fender or something like that. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I had to get this something. I, I made the playlist as well, to be fair. I made the wedding playlist, I had that in the pipeline for months, so made sure I got some Atten Deck and some Jimmy Nail in there. But yeah, Sam Fender, a little bit of local hero bringing the Newcastle side to it. So yeah, it was a very Geordie wedding. Anton Deck, I imagine, well, imagine it was Let's Get Ready to Rumble. I can imagine. Oh, that yeah. Yeah. yeah, Let's Get Ready to Rumble. Yeah, party yeah. starter, always. <laughs> Right, so we are here to talk all things uh, week six in the NFL. Um, just a quick recap on scores. We have been a bit lacking the preview content recently. We've had only so far week one and week four, but our last one came in week four where David Kaprosh uh, came on, who I, I did actually meet on the weekend in the NFL experience on Saturday. Um, so he got 10 points. He got 10 correct scores. That includes the likes of the Lions beating the Packers, the Bills beating the Dolphins, um, and other ones including the Titans beating the Bengals, whereas I got nine. Um, so I picked the things like the Rams beat the Colts, um, and I picked the things like the Buccaneers beat the Saints, and, and Seahawks beat the Giants. Um, so as it stands, with uh, three weeks, sorry, two uh, current weeks done prediction-wise, I still lead the way with 11 correct scores for my week one prediction, with David second with his 10 from week four, and then Freddie Harper-Davis, all the way down in, with eight in third, which is currently our last place position, with eight from week one. So, Keg, 
you're hoping to beat that. You're hoping to get more than 11 points and hopefully not at less state. So um, how confident yeah, are you in this first score? Um, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> um, I've, I've got some predictions written down, but yeah, whether the... I think that's a couple of difficult ones as well. Obviously, we'll go through them, but I think like the Commanders and Falcons, like that'll be a difficult one. Seahawks, Bengals, uh, Saints, Texans. Like, it's still quite early on, and I think like at the beginning of the season, it is quite difficult to tell. Like there's some teams in there that I don't know if they're just struggling or if they are just going to have a bad season, and vice versa. I think some teams are doing better than expected, but. Is it either they're just riding a wave of momentum or have they just had some easier teams and they're looking better than they are? So, yeah, it's still a little bit rough at the minute. So, uh, yeah, it's like like the Bills being three and two. Like, I expected a much better year from them. Uh, the the Bengals as well, like uh, two and three now. Uh, yeah, I expected much better from them. But I think that chipping away, I don't know what happened at the beginning of the season. It was a bit of a bad start for them. But I don't think they'll continue like they've won three out of uh, no they've won two out of the last three so I think they're getting back to wherever they should be so uh yeah we'll, we'll see how it goes on I think the Vikings as well at one and four I don't think the Vikings are one and four bad so yeah I think, I think they'll start coming on a little bit better soon as well so yeah some difficult games to go through but uh yeah we'll we'll get them when we'll come to them yeah I think the Bengals you're bang on because the only one win behind the Ravens in the in the AFC North and, the, mm. and one behind the Steelers as well. So it's um for them, I think it's you know, that old going old saying goes, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And I think that's exactly. I still, you know, right now I have them as one of my favourites to win the AFC because you know, Burroughs had his new problems, but if they can get that right and they can make it even as a wild card team, I am there's not many teams more, maybe apart from the Chiefs, that I'd back in the playoffs because Joe Burrow has proved, you know, that you know, two back-to-back AFC Championship games, one Super Bowl pin, the one they almost won. Um, so he seems to have, sadly for Bills fans, unlike Josh Allen, a real playoff clutch sort of gene. And I think that, um, you know, if they, if they make it, even if it's a nine-win season, I'd back them more than a 12-win Bills team, back them more than an 11-win Ravens team. I think that they're a team that, when they hit form at the right time, you know, you've got Chase, you've got T Higgins, you've got Joe Mixon in the backfield, you've got defense which hasn't been as good this year but I still back them when it when it comes to the crucial time when it matters so I think the Bengals is all about for now just getting in even if they have to stumble over the over the over the final hurdle but yeah I think and the Vikings same thing I think they got off these three games behind the Lions but I think that certainly is a wild card team this is why I had them as my surprise team the whole season because I think that yeah. obviously Jefferson's injury doesn't help and I think that could be an ultimate season killer but you know if they can just get you know, like a lot of teams, they can get that form right going to playoffs. That's the most important thing. Um, now, you've mentioned a few hard games. You're right about Commanders Falcons, but one game, which probably is the, one, maybe the easiest game to pick this week, is Thursday Night Football as the Chiefs host the Broncos. Um, for me, very easy. Very easy. <laughs> yeah. Chiefs to win. I don't think it's even worth talking about. Nah, easy. Yeah, yeah I, I completely agree. Like, I, I... I thought the Broncos would have a bad season. I think everyone was a little bit hyped up about them. Um, I think even more last year, because I, I think I remember coming on your week five preview last year, and you asked me if I was surprised at that bad start. And I said, nah, because I didn't fancy them last year at all. I think just because they got Russell Wilson in, like pundits and journalists and everyone was asking the question, how far will they go in the playoffs? As if it's a given, as if like that's guaranteed to get in the playoffs. And I was thinking, hang on, 
they're not that great of a team. Um, Russell Wilson was coming off the worst year of his career, possibly on a downward spiral. And I just didn't fancy them at all. So I feel like I was bang on in my predictions last year. I thought they would be better this year because I've got a pretty good head coach. I like Sean Payton. But it's just still not there, whatever it is at the Broncos. Just nothing really seems to be clicking. So, yeah, I'm I'm not really surprised in the slightest. Like, I was surprised how bad you guys whipped them up. Like, 70 points, man. That's just insane, that. Uh, the, the Bears game was a decent game. 31 points to 28. Uh, they've been putting some points on the board, to be fair. Put 33 up against the Commanders. 21 against the Jets. So, that's something there, but for me, I, I just for the last two years, I've been adamant that they're just not a great team. And yeah, when you match them up against the Chiefs, uh, I think people thought that the Chiefs were going to have a little bit of a rough season after their week one slip up, but they're back to it now. Four wins out of the last four. So yeah, I, I can see it's been a, a, another heavy defeat for the Broncos. Maybe not 70 points heavy, but still pretty bad. Yeah, and you have to really praise, you know, one of our best players this season for Chiefs and the referees. They've really been, you know, playing some excellent stuff for Chiefs right now. I mean, that Vikings game, some of the calls in that game is just, you know, there was the Jets game the week before, there were some dodgy calls as well. And mm. who could forget the game against the Eagles in Arizona, Super Bowl 57? And it does make you wonder. So it's, the referees have been a, a bit favourable for the Chiefs recently. But, you know, and the, and the Broncos, going back to the Broncos, I mean, we talked about it before about people being rewarded for supporting bad teams. I mean, I imagine there'd been a lot of people, maybe more in the UK than anywhere else, or maybe even Germany as well, where they would have watched that Super Bowl against you guys, see the Broncos win it and go, right, that's my team. They've not made a single player appearance since that Super Bowl. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah, no, it's um I think anyone who did pick the Broncos purely off that game, that is what you get and you should learn exactly not to do that exactly. again for any other sport. <laughs> Um, right, heading on to our Sunday slate and the final lot of our London games as the Ravens take on the Titans. Now, for me, I found this the hardest one to pick. Now, I did pick the Jags last week um, and the Jags, I believe, the week before as well. Um, so I'm two from two in our predictions so far on that. But this one I found the hardest to call. I really got yeah. fairly even, both showing a little bit of inconsistency. But what I'm going for, purely for the team who's arrived earliest, so I'm going for the Ravens to win this one. Right. Uh, I agree with the Ravens. Um, coming into the season, I, I really like the Titans. I really like Tennessee. Um, but, yeah, coming into the season, I just didn't really fancy them at all. I think Derrick Henry was just their standout. Uh, they traded quite late on for DeAndre Hopkins. So I thought maybe there's a little bit of something extra there. Then you, you've got, like, Simmons and a couple of decent defensive players. But... I don't know. I just didn't really fancy the Titans at all coming into the season. I thought they were going to struggle. Uh, Ravens, on the other hand, uh, I, I don't think the Ravens are as good as a team as what everyone makes out to be, but they're still like a 12-win team quite easy. They're like a 12-5 and five type team, no, no problem really. With a guy like Lamar Jackson who can just run everybody off the field. Uh, but they're always in there. Um, as things stand at the minute, Ravens 3-2, and two, Titans 2-3. Two and three. Not too dissimilar. I think both shown massive inconsistencies. I think it is a very, very tough one to call, as you say. Uh, but yeah, I do think the Ravens are have the better roster. Uh, probably a better... I don't, I don't know about a better coach. Maybe a better coach. I think that's pretty tough. But uh, yeah, I think just the Ravens just tip it for me. I don't know whether you saw today, Lamar Jackson just walking around London, just uh, on his Instagram, just walking around the... I've seen some people getting some selfies with him, yeah. But yeah. I didn't realise he was just cruising around London by himself. <laughs> 
Yeah, friend of the show, Georgian Sports, got a selfie with him earlier today. And yeah, the... that, I think that's who I've seen, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how he managed that, but that, that's pretty cool. And yeah. speaking of this game, actually, um, the podcast will be on Friday at the Titans press conference. So looking for bringing you more content on our socials from that. And also I will have a game on Sunday as well. So hoping to bring you more content. I hope you guys have been enjoying all of our content so far at the games. Uh, it's been a very, very, very good experience. Um, now, the first lot of our 6pm games in the UK, 1pm Eastern. For me, you mentioned as well, I found it the hardest game to predict. Uh, Commanders going to the Falcons. So I'm going to give you the honours first this time, Keg. Who's going right. to one? Very, very narrow. Very, very tough game. Uh, it's it's a flip of a coin, really, to be honest. But I'm going reluctantly with the Falcons. Um yeah, they're three and two. Again, showing massive inconsistencies. Uh, I don't think they look great on offense, apart from Bijan Robinson, who's an absolute freak. Um, but started the season well, beating us, then beating the Packers, uh, and then beating the Texans. A couple of hard games, like the the two that they've lost, the Lions and the Jags. Two tough teams, and the three teams at the half beat three okay teams. Nothing great. Uh, whereas and the, the Commanders. Only won two, and they were the Cardinals and the Broncos, arguably two of the worst teams in the league. Um, then a pretty hard run in, apart from the Bears, that probably shouldn't have put allowed 40 points against the Bears. Uh, but their other two losses were the Bills and the Eagles. Like tough run in for the commanders. So um I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I do think maybe given that that two of their three losses have been the Bills and the Eagles, uh and I, it, it, it is a really, really tough one. So, yeah, it is like a flip of a coin, but I'm going to go with a 3-2 Falcons. Interesting, interesting. Now, for me, I've been taught, I've been tossed and tilling even during your answer. I'm still <laughs> Um Now, this is the, for me, I can make a case easy at this point, is the two worst starting fallbacks in the league. Um, mm-hmm. I think they both, both don't really impress me, but who do I think is the lesser of two evils? Um, I'm going to give the commanders the edge. I just think that I just think I back Sam Howell more than Desmond to make a pass because I think both teams are limited when it comes to the pass game in terms of their quarterback. So teams are going to target the run a lot more, which you know I think that's ultimately what the Jags did against Falcons. They stopped the run and ultimately stopped the Falcons. But I just back Sam Howell a little bit more than Desmond Ritter to get it done. So yeah, I'm going to give the Commanders the the win. And what was our first game we've differed on in terms of predictions? Um, Next one is Soldier Field as the uh, the Bears uh, host the Vikings. Uh, Keg, who's going to win this one? Uh, for me, uh, I think it'll be tougher than it is. I think right now on paper, it's pretty split. They're both one and four teams. Uh, but also on paper, coming into the season, you wouldn't have even thought twice about this one. It'll be a Vikings win all day long. Uh, and as you mentioned before, without Justin Jefferson... It could be a bit of a slippery slope, like when you're already one and four and you lose probably the best receiver in the league, like your go-to guy, Kirk Cousins' best friend. Like, yeah, going to be in for a little bit of a ropey, however long he's out. And I think he's on IR, so he's going to be out for at least four weeks, hopefully not too much longer for them. Um, So, yeah, I do fancy the Vikings, although that being said, the Bears might be on a little bit of uh, a, a momentum kick, having put 40 points up against the Commanders last week. So, Finally got their first win in, what, like 18 months or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I think it is going to be a harder game to call. But even without Justin Jefferson, I still just fancy the Vikings. I do just think they're a, a better oiled team, really. I think they're just a little bit better put together. Uh, I do think the Bears 
aren't as bad as everyone makes out for them to be. Like I did quite fancy them coming into the season. I think their draft and free agencies and everyone that they've been building, like um, Justin Fields, giving him a little bit more time to get in. Like I, I'll give them a lot more credit than I think what most people will. But yeah, them first four weeks, they did look dreadful, to be fair. So yeah, I'm, even without Justin Jefferson, I'm still going to go with the Vikings. Interesting. Well, I'm going for the Bears. Purely because Jefferson is out. I think that the Bears have had an extra three days as well than the Vikings to prepare for this game. And I don't I, I like KJ Osborne and I I love Addison, but um Osborne isn't the number one and Addison and Addison is still too early in his, in his development. So, so I just think that they may struggle. I think this season, if it may if that if it gets the case where they lose the next few games without Jefferson, I think this season can be seen as a write-off. Um sadly for them. But I just think the Bears, yeah, I think purely for that extra few days, but also just, I think, um, the Bears have DJ Moore and the Vikings mm-hmm. haven't got Jefferson. I think they, the Bears have a, the, the only team with a star receiver. So that's my that's my reasoning. Um, I think this game could be actually one of the better ones, but I don't think either defence has really been great so far this year. So mm-hmm. I think we could see like a high-scoring game, which I think a lot of time you see that. Um, we saw it with the Broncos commanders a few, a few weeks ago as well. So... Yeah, I'm going to give the Bears the edge uh, and also their home as well. So that also gives them a little bit of an advantage as well. Um, next up, though, is the Bengals hosting the Seahawks. Now, I mentioned I think the Bengals could um, could have a great run now and make the playoffs and make it. But I still think they're going to lose this game. I just think that whilst they got the win, it was against the Cardinals. I think, And I think the Seahawks yeah. are a much better defence, first of all. And I think the offence is way better as well. But I think that's a real test of the Bengals. I think if they win this game, you know, that's a big stride. I think that will be the the win more than last week. That will be a catalyst for a, for a big, good good run. But I think right now, I'm still not sure on the Bengals. So I'm going to give the Seahawks a win. How are you seeing it, Keg? Uh, I agree with everything that you've just said there. Um, I did note down that I've got the Bengals to win. Um, looking at it now, um, the Seahawks have won their last three. They're three and one. The one coming in week one. Uh, then three on the bounce, one against the Lions as well, who are four and one. So that's a pretty good win for the Seahawks against the Lions. Uh, beat the Panthers quite comfortably and the Giants, who are pretty awful as well. Um, but yeah, I, I've just fancied the Bengals. Like I said before, I just think they've started poorly. And I, I don't know why. I don't know what's happened. Um, I know um, Burrow picked up an injury in preseason. He was expected to be out for at least week one, possibly week two. So maybe it's just kind of bringing him back, probably just trying to force him back as, as much as anything. That may be the reason for it, but still a very good team, very good offense. I think it'll eventually click. Uh, you said the last win was only against the Cardinals. 34 points. Maybe that's what they needed as a, a, a bit of a kick up the arse. And this, the Seahawks are a very good team. So I think if they do get the win here, that will be the the spur on and, and the kick up the arse, the need to, to push on and fight for the playoffs because pre-season you might not have even predicted this, the Bengals to lose as many as three games maybe four or five and they're already three losses down in, in week five so yeah they, they need something to turn it around otherwise like the Vikings this season could be a write-off for them as well if they lose many more games but uh, yeah I, I, I'm not confident in this one I am probably swaying a little bit more towards the Seahawks now but I'm going to stick with me earlier prediction and stick with the Bengals. Okay, now one thing that certainly doesn't need to kick up the arse is the Niners. Is there currently for me the best <laughs> in the league, 5-0, and as they host the Browns? Yeah, 
yeah, that, that doesn't really need said too much more. Yeah, Niners all day long, loving what they're doing, loving seeing Christy McCaffrey thrive. Like he's just an absolute beast. Loving seeing him healthy, being able to put points on the board, both running, receiving, absolutely everything. He's a, he's a Swiss Army knife player. Uh, it, it brings a tear to me eye to see him do so well, not in a Panthers jersey, to be honest, but he was never going to win anything with us. Like Life's too short. You've got to move on and, and do well. And um, um, the the DC as well, Steve Steve Wilkes, who was our uh, interim head coach last year. He's the defensive coordinator over there now. So, yeah, it doesn't see the Panthers boys do well. And, uh, yeah, I, I love the 49ers. Obviously, the Panthers aren't going to get to the playoffs or win the Super Bowl this year. So, 49ers will for sure be my NFC team to root for. So, uh, And then, who are they playing? The Browns? Nah. I don't really give a shit about the Browns, to be honest with you. They're just a bit of a, yeah, no, they're kind of franchise. Like, I supported them during that time of war, like when they were, was it 1-15, and 15, then 0-16, and, and then bringing through Baker Mayfield and starting to bring things up, like Nick Chubb and going through head coaching changes, like, and um, Miles Garris. Like, I, I just wanted them to do so, so well. Like, I love the underdog. I root for the underdog all day long. And back then, 2017, 2018, I wanted them to win so so much, but now fuck them. I, I don't <laughs> give a I, I don't care about the Browns. I think the way that the trap Baker Mayfield and then bringing in the Sean Watson under that guaranteed money was just absolutely ludicrous. So now I hope the 49ers run rings around them all day long. Yeah, absolutely. And I think ever since they, you know, they brought in Bill Cosby to their team, I just think that it's <laughs> um, you know, it's not a team I've rooted for at all. So yeah. yeah. Um but looking at the Niners, their schedule. I mean, the next few games they've got the Browns, Vikings, Bengals, and Jags, and that's the bye week in the between. So really, I think they'll beat the Browns and the Vikings. I think we don't know what we don't know what the Bengals will be like in a few weeks, but they 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 could easily beat them as well. And the Jags will beat them with ease. And then they got the Buccaneers. Um, so I think they can, they could easily go into that. They got a, quite a tough three game stretch of uh, Seahawks, Eagles, and Seahawks again. So I think they could easily go into that start back in week twelve, potentially ten and zero. And I think that you know. And I think if they can go into the next three games with a win in all of them, you could potentially see them going. To, and I was talking about earlier today on Instagram, you could easily see them going 17 0 with that schedule because they've only got the mm. Cardinals, Ravens, Commanders, and Rams in their final four games after that. So the Niners, I don't think they will. I think they will lose one, probably one of the Seahawks games, if not the Eagles game. But I think if they can get through those three games and still be unbeaten, I think that could be potentially what they do. Yeah. Uh, 49ers were one of my teams from the beginning of the season. Like when I went through my preseason predictions, I posted mine on social media. Uh, and I actually had the 49ers to win the Super Bowl, is my prediction. I, it, it was, I think, out of the NFC, I think it was going to be either them or the Eagles. AFC, I couldn't really make my mind up. So I threw the Bengals in there. It was, a, I think it was a tough choice between the Bengals and the uh, Bengals and the Bills. I had the Dolphins as an outsider as well. Um, but with, with the AFC, obviously, I'm, I'm not going to be right with the Bengals. I don't see them going to the Super Bowl at all. But 49ers quite easily could with the momentum they're going on. I think if that's again, is the NFC Championship game, the 49ers and Eagles, as it was last year, I think it'll be a lot more competitive, a lot more interesting. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll be looking forward to that one. And I also had one comment saying that the 49ers aren't that good. So, yeah, I can't wait to repost that one if they do well. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the 49ers. As I think they'll do well. I'm either going to mention what my prediction was. It's um, probably looking back now on that's aged the worst. That's um, 
obviously not helped by the Rogers injury, but um, yeah, to have Jets Vikings and then that that's just looks completely now like one of the worst takes. I think it's like your Super Bowl prediction. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That yeah, was also that was before bad. the Rogers injury, and I was <laughs> I I put ten pound on Vikings winning it. I had just feeling about them, but you know, Ooh. proved to be. And cash out. Jets, <laughs> the point point not making the playoffs thinking of them at this rate. <laughs> Um, but the next game is the reason why I brought you on. It's my team against your team. It's the Panthers traveling to South Beach Hard Rock Stadium as they take on the Miami Dolphins. Now, as you'll guess, I'll let you go first. Who's going to win this one? That's probably as easy as the 49ers one. Yeah, that's that's got to be the Dolphins, unfortunately. Yeah, I'd like to stick a claim, like like fight the cause and that. But yeah, I can't I can't fight this one too hard. Like. Yeah, Dolphins, very, very impressive. Like, another one who I've been a fan of pretty much since, like, the 1920 time when the Dolphins were struggling. Like, I, I love the way that you have turned everything around. I think your few free uh, free agencies and drafts between, like, the kind of 19 to 21, I think it's been very, very good. I love Tua. I was a big fan of Miami back in his day uh, with Jalen Waddle as well, then with Tyreek Hill. Um, the, the two running backs just absolute fearful just so much speed across the offense um, I, I I don't know about the defense though maybe you can enlighten me a little bit on that like, I'd, I, are the Dolphins defense good like I'm not so sure like they're, they're a little bit sketchy I think that could be the only thing that kind of like makes I think they'll go to the playoffs quite easily but that's where I don't think you'll get the championship game because I think the defense will just run a little bit short yeah, I agree. And I think it's still definitely, you know, teething problems with a new, a new defensive coordinator in Vic Fangio. And I think ultimately, you now I think he will get it right. But you look at, with the exception of the Broncos game, which again, even that features a, you know, kickoff return for touchdown and all that. We let off, let, let in 30, off 30 points against the charge of 30 ish points. Against the Patriots, we were 17 3 up in the half time and ended up winning. Um, They got down to, I think it was 2017 or 20. 2014, the, the defence collapsed second half in that game. And obviously the Bills game let up 14 yeah, the Bills points. Was a bad one. Um, the Giants game was, I think, our, probably our best defensive performance of the season. But it's against the Giants. And I think, you know, I think we'll have a field day against you guys. I've got us winning as well. Uh, but I think certainly against the, the big teams, as the Bills game showed, maybe a little bit of um, problems there. But, you know, certainly, it's so really on. Um, you know, I'm hoping that... You know, we got, I think, the Eagles and Chiefs games, I think they're back-to-back, if not, you know, one or two of them within three weeks. But I think those are getting a big test for our defence. I think if we can show something there, that's a big step for us. But I think, you know, I think right now it's not the best, but still manageable. I think there's definitely worse defences out there. But I, oh, I, yeah, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't back us right now in a big game to rely on our defence. I think the way we'd win games right now is, you know, 30, 40 point shootout, you know, like a 36 to 30 or a mm. 54 to 4, 45. Well, you know, I think that that's how we can win games. I think through our offense, I think that's for me, um, yeah, how we'll win games. Um, but next up, Eagles next week as well. That'll be a tough that, yeah, I'm, I should, I'm, I'm going to that game. I should have known that was next week. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be tough. That's going to be really tough because. Yeah, I'm. I'm still not not wearing my team colours in that one. I'm. I'm certainly staying neutral. Um, but for me, yeah, it, it's it's um, you know, it's concerning in that sense. But I think, I think on our day we can beat any team. But I think that on our day is when when will that be? I don't know. But yeah, it certainly is. It's good times. I've never seen us be four and one. Our first time we four yeah. and one, I believe, since two thousand and three. Now I don't know what the stat is in terms of five and one, 
but I've never seen us have a good start to the end. This, this is the best team I've ever seen us have. The best offensive we've ever had. I mean, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, the running back, everything you've mentioned before, you know, that team is loaded. And I think it's um, certainly the most excited I've been watching my team play. But yeah, certainly a long way to go. Um, my next game we're going to focus on. Um, before we do that, a few other ones we can quickly skim through. Uh, Jags, Colts, I'm going for Jags. How about you, Keg? Yeah, I, th- I think that one might be a closer one than uh, a lot of people might have predicted. But uh, with especially with Anthony Richardson being out, then yeah, I see that being a Jags win all day. Absolutely. Um, Saints, Texans, how are you seeing that one? I was torn on that one, to be honest. And uh, I'd, I'd love to give the win to the Texans, obviously with the Saints being uh, a divisional rival. But I, I actually quite fancy the Texans on this one. I don't this, I don't think the Saints are as good as what they're making out to be. Uh, put 40, 34 points up against the Patriots last week, but the Patriots are awful. Um, and, and I think the Texans are a team that's going to take a little while to chug along. But I think um, CJ Stroud's having a hell of a rookie year. I think, like the Bears, I predicted them to have a good year because I was looking at their draft and their free agency. Like They've picked up some hell of players. Like They've got a really, really good roster, to be fair. Uh, it's just obviously going to take a lot of time to connect with new coaches and a lot of rookies and younger guys and stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, th- this is a bit of an outside shot. I think the Saints will probably be favourites, uh, but I'm going to take the Texans. I'm going for Texans as well. I I like to be Stroud. I think he's had a really good, really good start to his life in the NFL. Um, you mentioned the Patriots. They're traveling to Vegas to take on the Raiders. This one, I think it's um two, I think, very bad teams, but I think the Raiders yeah. look, look good against the Packers. So I'm gonna give them the edge, whereas the Patriots have lost have scored three points in combined three points in two games. Um it's not looking good for them. How are you seeing that one, Keg? Yeah, completely agree. Um Unless there's just a lot of scores because both defences are just as bad as each other, then I say this being a pretty boring game, one that I'm not particularly that interested in because, yeah, they are two pretty poor teams, Patriots especially. Uh, but, yeah, Raiders, really good win against the Packers, to be fair. So that could be the momentum that they need to see them over the line. So, yeah, I'm taking the Raiders. And then three more games we're going to quickly run through. Cardinals, Rams, Eagles, Jets and Lions, Bucks. I'm going for wins for the Rams. The Eagles and the Lions. How about you, Keg? Uh, yeah, I've got exactly the same. Yeah, Lions over the Bucks, Rams over the Cardinals, and the Eagles over the Jets. Yeah, fantastic. Then now we head into Sunday night football. Buffalo Bills, who calls in London last week, they take on the New York Giants. Um, another primetime game in the state of New York or New Jersey. Um, I, I think this is pretty easy. I think the Bills. I think the Giants are awful, um, and the Bills yeah. they did lose, but they had a good. They had good moments, they had a good ending to the game. If you excuse the digs, touch them, I think they showed some signs in that game. I think they were the best team in the AFC a week ago. So, yeah, I'm going to give the Bills the win. Yeah, yeah, I've got that as well. Um, yeah, I will say that they were, they were one of my favourite AFC teams coming into the season. Uh, but, yeah, they've lost two games to the Jets and the Jags, who are good, very good teams, but not the best teams in the league. Uh, that only impressive win really has been against the Dolphins, 48 points against the Dolphins. Other teams have beat other Raiders and the Commanders. So, yeah, they're not really impressing me overly much this season, to be honest with you. I think, the, like the Bengals, might struggle in the playoffs. Uh, but I think they'll get there. But, yeah, like how far they go, I don't know. Like I don't fancy them to be the, the championship game as much as I did at the beginning of the season. 
Uh, but with that being said, yeah, coming up against the Giants, who are terrible, yeah, I think they'll still take the win here. I was trying to think whether the Bills or Vikings are more like Tottenham in terms of um, always having these amazing players but never <laughs> actually winning anything. I know Spurs are top of the league right now, but that I don't think that will last. Come, yeah, definitely not. Fine, but I think the Bills, you know, I think the Bills or Vikings definitely have that. Are the most like Tottenham, I think, and it's ironic that the Bills played in Tottenham just a few days ago. Um, our final game is Monday Night Football. Yet again, another prime time game involving the Cowboys as they travel to LA to take on the Chargers. Yeah, I've got the Cowboys on this one. Um, it was a, a little bit of a thinker. I didn't really think too hard about it. Um, I do quite like the Chargers, but again, a very another very inconsistent team. Uh, their only two wins this season have been against the Vikings and the Raiders. Uh, scored a lot of points against the Dolphins, though. Close game there in week one, 36-34. Uh, then lost to the Titans, who aren't that great. So, yeah, it's looking a bit bleak for the Chargers. I just don't know if the head coach is the right guy to take them forward. Um, decent team. Like I always think they should have been better than what they were. Like I was really, really high on them last year. Uh, but, yeah, it just didn't really come too far through it. And, the yeah, Cowboys, Cowboys are a good team. So, yeah, that's why I'm going to go with them. Yeah, I've got the Cowboys as well. I don't like Staley at all. I've been... A lot of vocal, vocal my thoughts on Brandon Staley in this podcast the last maybe six to 12 months. Uh, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. And I think the Cowboys, I know they lost last week quite badly, but it was against probably the best team in the league right now. Or they've got yeah. probably definitely the best team right now in the league. So there's no, even though they got massively humbled, it, it's not, it's not a, an embarrassment to lose to the Niners. So I think they'll get back to winning ways. You know, they've had some good wins this year. So we'll put up a lot of points anyway. So, yeah, I backed the Cowboys to get the win. And um, and yeah, I think they, they will do that on Monday Night Football. Um, but yeah, that is the end of our predictions. We've got three different predictions, but all the rest are the same. So three t- teams that are different. So I went for the Commanders over the Falcons. Keg went Falcons over Commanders. I went Bears over Vikings. Keg went Vikings over Bears. And I went Seahawks over Bengals. And Keg went for Bengals over Seahawks. Otherwise, we've both gone for wins for the Chiefs, Ravens, Niners, Dolphins, Jags, Texans, Raiders, Rams, Eagles, Lions, Bills, and the Cowboys. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on, first of all, Keg. Yeah, not a problem, mate. Thank you very much for having me on. Always a pleasure to talk to you. No problem at all. Don't forget to check out Keg's work, both on his own content and also his Panthers Magpie um, channel as well. So do check that out as well. If you want Pacific, uh, Geordie-based Panthers talk, you know where to find them <laughs> on there as well. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. No problem at all. Um, but in the meantime, this has been the Across the Pod NFL podcast week six preview. I've been your host, Andy. This has been Keg, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.